Welcome to the NFT Podcast. We are News for Terrestrials, a podcast about unreasonable topics with reasonable hosts. I'm Jack Deeds. And I am Caitlin Gorman. So I want to start off by asking, have you ever seen or did you see something that you can't really explain, like maybe this past weekend or month, year, whatever, you got any stories, something like that? I saw somebody merge into my lane without signaling first, and I can't fathom why somebody would do that, because it sort of stresses me out, it makes me drive kind of like a uh, a knob after that, yeah. Right, 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 so... Thank you for sharing. However, I'm asking, I'm asking you, you know, if you've ever seen something that you can't identify, you know, maybe like something in the sky or some weird phenomenon, maybe. Now that you mention it, yeah, yeah, yeah. In like uh, 10th grade Spanish class, I wasn't able to identify the right verbiage to use when I was talking, I think I was like past, present, futuro, the imperfect. Let me stop you. Because it depends, right? So I couldn't, I was, I wasn't, I was bad for my tenses in Espanol. Right. Okay. Let me stop you right there, Jack. I'm actually asking you and hoping to have a discussion with you on unidentifiable aerial phenomenons. UAP. Is that the new term for UFO? Well, yeah. You know, how we went through the documents from all the government and everything, what we're actually going to talk about today, they didn't use UFO, they used UAP. Right. Sounds more professional, doesn't it? Right, exactly. There needed to be a different term about aerial phenomenons so that people's brains, you know, like, wouldn't, like, picture up, like, little green men running around in spaceships in the sky, like, cartoon-looking, you know... So right. that's why they use Greenhead. Exactly. That's why they use UAPs. Big eyes. Yes. Slim supple bodies. Yes. <laughs> well, um, what do you know about them? You uh the uh the UAPs, not the slim supple bodies of the people that drive yeah, them. Yeah, well thank you for asking. Um I do think UAPs could exist. And my two reasonings behind them, which, you know, I'm not saying my reasonings are right or the only choices, obviously, we have right. here. You're not an authority on the topic. Exactly, yeah. I am not the expert in this situation. However, I do have my own opinions. One being it could be, you know, some sort of vehicle, object, airplane, whatever you want to say, like flying in the sky. Like a military vehicle? Yeah, like exactly like that. And I think it actually exists and people actually see it. It is something maybe we made or somebody else from a different country made. And people just don't really have the knowledge on whatever that specific vessel is in the sky. So that's my first reasoning. Second reasoning would be probably, I do think there's slim, slim percentage chance of there being like, and I quote, otherworldly phenomenons. Like the green guys. Yes, that people have seen, which, you know, there's a lot of testimonies for that. But, you know, it's too difficult and kind of hokey for everybody to get on board. Right. Not everybody wants to get probed. 
Exactly. You know, personally, I don't. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not saying that. I could be persuaded. <laughs> uh. I'm not saying that you know, it's it it exists. I'm just saying there. I think somehow statistically small percentage wise there could be something like that. Right. Because. But that you know, that's right, just my take. Yeah. But I want to hear what you have to say. Everything's possible, right? Is it probable? Eh, maybe not, but. Yeah, okay, um, well, if I'm going to be honest with you, uh, and you know, I always strive for honesty, it's a big uh, part of my life, uh, just being on the straight arrow, I think, um, yeah, um, you know, uh, people are always going to try to gravitate to, uh, something greater than themselves, um, and I think people can sort of find solace in sort of believing these things because nobody wants to be alone, right? No matter where they are. Yeah. Um, so people look f- for sort of community in uh, religion, uh, which is fine, you know. <laughs> not my cup of tea, uh-huh. uh, but I'm not going to yuck anybody's yums here. Um it's sort of the sense of community, right? And I think that sort of the thought that we are alone in the universe is terrifying for people, and rightly so. It's a terrifying concept. Um, and sort of just being able to believe in sort of UFOs or aliens or, I'm sorry, UAPs. Um, yeah, there you go. And sort of whatever is out there. Uh, I think it brings people solace that, you know, they're not alone. Whether, you know, they actually are or they aren't. But that's just my opinion. Yeah, and I, I can see what you mean. I do. But, you know, if we're talking about, you know, what people do believe in specifically for UAPs, there was a poll taken in 2019 by Gallup. That's recent. It, it is very recent. These are some good numbers, so. of Americans believed. That's the majority. A little more than the majority, actually. 56. Um, But. 56 of Americans. Whoa. (laughs) 56% of Americans believe that. People who do say they see UAPs are seeing something real and not just making it up. And this is almost up 10% from the 1996 poll, which it could be due to um, the increasing awareness among the general population of all these military testings being done by the government. And, you know, they have a lot of those things in the sky often, you know, and it's been more recently published. So that could be a reason for the increase. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that tracks um, logically. Um, and I think that there's also been a wider sort of recognition in the fact that UAPs are active uh, and they're out there. Like, I think it was a couple years ago that these videos were leaked that showed these sort of Navy uh, fighter pilots intercepting sort of these weird objects that they caught on their sort of uh, trackers and their cameras. 
and sort of you can see these uh, UAPs on video. And then after those released, the Pentagon said, you know, hey, these are real and UAPs are out there. And then that sort of uh, triggered sort of the whole conversation starting around this Pentagon program that sort of was developed to identify and to investigate these UAP sightings. Yeah, and um, what you're saying about the government being more open with all these testings and UAP things is specifically ones that uh, these papers we actually read through called the Preliminary Assessment Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, which is from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. So that's pretty credible, obviously. And tell enough. Yeah, enough, exactly. They tell us exactly how they classify these UAPs by putting them into like these little categories, which are uh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I, I can see the little list here. Okay, yeah. Um why don't you tell them? Thank you. I uh I will tell them. Airborne clutters. Natural atmospheric phenomenons. Foreign adversary systems, industry development programs, and other. Meaning what? Well, if I had to guess, uh, which I'm not guessing, I'm reading what it says. Um, uh, it means they don't have an explanation or they don't have the knowledge and uh, know how to do it to uh, identify it. Or, this is my personal opinion here it's something they don't want us to know about yeah i i kind of agree and honestly those those categories you know just sound like a bunch of jumbled up words but yeah they're all correct and i think a lot of the times agreeing with you they're putting this thing in the other category because they don't want to tell us maybe which could truly mean like UAP you know you like like a UAP UAP a unidentified aerial phenomenon that truly is unidentifiable right or it's identifiable but they just won't ever tell us right. you know because if they told us they're keeping it off the books yeah it'd be world go in complete chaos you know we just don't really want to get into that or do we Personally, I don't, but (laughs) (laughs) just my take, you know, if, if, if they were truly hiding something, um, that they couldn't show us, then why would they release this report and authenticate the videos? If you have something to hide. Well, you bring up a good point. But, Jack, what better place to hide something than putting it in plain sight right in front of our faces? Oh, it's like in that Men in Black movie. I didn't, I've never seen Men in Black, but uh, I would I would think it's related. Well, well, for the audience out there that has seen it, there's this scene at the end where at, I forget which World Fair it was, but it was at New York. There was like these UFO sculptures built that 
weren't UFO sculptures. They were like actually UFOs that they just made sort of look like part of the sculptures here. And then there's this one bad alien that uh, a bug. He, he, he was a bug alien. Um, and he wore this guy's skin. And it was... I guess there's a lot of plot that if you haven't seen it in a black, no, you don't get here. I get your point. But what I'm trying to say is, is, is like, is like, hiding in a plain sight is not unreasonable. Again, right? That's Hollywood, right? Exactly. That is movie magic. So how accurate is that? You know. So, anyway, um, well, it's like okay, 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 okay. So, where would you hide a UFO if you had to hide one? In my house, probably. A uh, uh, a UFO would fit in your house, really? <laughs> come on, what? <laughs> I put it in my house. What? Come on. I didn't really think about that. In the <laughs> in the garage, maybe. Oh, in the garage. Park it sure. in the garage. Yeah, yeah. Just move out. Um, yeah. I think right. that's fair. Never mind. <laughs> I think Whatever. I think it's a reasonable Whatever. I think it's a reasonable thought. So that's gonna bring me to my next point. Speaking of reasonable thoughts and thinkers, okay. I had the chance to speak with somebody who actually has a lot of experience working in the field of government projects, specifically ones where um they're unmanned flying vehicles and he was actually the programmer for these government planes. His job also um, involved him working with classified, you know, top secret government clearance and information that he knows. And I actually got to pick his brain a little bit. Wait, wait, wait. Would you say you probed his brain? No. Okay. But, nice try. All right. I got to so. ask him his opinions on these UAPs, how they're classified, and what his take on them was, and all just a bunch of other questions regarding UAPs and public knowledge of them, which was really interesting. And I really wanted to share that with you, so you can listen to it, and we can talk about what you think about the things he said in our interview. Before the interview started, we asked our guest to introduce himself. All right, my name is and I worked for General Atomics Aeronautical Systems for about seven years, and I left there about five years ago. During my time at General Atomics, I worked on various aspects of General Atomics uh, unmanned aircraft programs. We asked him his opinion about UAPs and if they were dangerous. I don't know much about any specific UAPs, but I do know that the government's always testing experimental aircraft. We probed further and asked what type of aircraft the government would be testing. They're all classified, and I don't even know what they are, but they certainly test experimental aircraft, and if you somehow caught that aircraft on a film, they're not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> they're going to say, oh, that's an unidentified aerial phenomenon. 
you know, if they, if they, even if they know, because it's classified. So, so certainly there are things that the government doesn't tell you the truth about because it's classified. We asked him if he thought the government was being truthful about these UAPs. So as to the question, is the government truthful about unidentified aerial phenomena? Well, of course, the government is always has secret airplanes under development. And I worked in the unmanned aircraft industry, so I knew maybe something about unmanned aircraft. But there are always manned aircraft secret programs, too. And these aircraft are always classified. That is, the government doesn't acknowledge their existence. The government won't tell you. And they test them usually at remote locations in the world, like Area 51, which you've probably heard of. Certainly, everyone knows that Area 51 is a place in Nevada where they test classified aircraft. And they generally test them at night so no one can see them. Satellites from space and things like that. So for sure, all the time, the government is testing classified aircraft. And if by some mistake or fluke of uh, scheduling, someone somewhere catches one of these aircraft either on film or on radar or whatever, and then they ask the government, what is this? The government can't answer honestly. That is, they're not going to tell you, oh, that's a classified airplane that we were testing and blah, blah, blah. They'll just deny. They'll say, well, we don't know what that is. Or, you know, that's a weather phenomenon. Of course, they're going to lie about it because it's classified. They can't tell you the truth. We asked him what he thought about UAPs personally and if aliens were visiting our world. Okay, so, so I'm a kind of a scientist guy. And way back in high school, I did a a report in my physics class about life, the probability of life on other planets. And this was back before anybody had ever discovered planets. Now they know there's planets. But anyway, so I have an interest in, you know, is there life on other planets? In my personal opinion, certainly there's got to be life on other planets in the world. And then because there's so many planets and so many worlds, there's probably some advanced civilizations of some sort. I don't know more than humans, less than humans. The question, though, of do they visit us and was a UFO ever caught, captured that, that was an alien life form? I think the answer is no. Let's, pre let's pretend you're an alien life form and you're super advanced and you go visit a planet like us. That means you're way more advanced than us just to get here. How, you know, we don't even know how to do that. So once you visit this, this foreign planet... I have to ask myself, why would you remain complete secret? Why would you keep it a secret? If you're, you know, what's the point in that? So I don't think there are other alien civilizations visiting us, because if there were, they're probably smart enough to not get detected. And why would they want to go undetected? You know, we're not a threat. Uh, so I don't believe that's happening. So I think any unidentified aerial phenomena that that happen on the earth are of earthly origin. I don't know what they are. I just suspect they're not, you know, alien technologies. We asked him if he thought military witnesses were more credible than civilian witnesses. Yeah, I'd say I've seen some, uh, I don't know, news reports about pilots who were flying and they claimed to have seen some 
UAP, and maybe I don't. I they maybe they maybe there's some secondary evidence that the UAP was captured on radar or something because it's a a military operation. So, in those cases, certainly it seems like there was something there, and I can't explain it. Um, my, you know, one one alternative is it an alien technology? Well, I just said why I don't think it's an alien technology. But is it, could it be some other, uh, you know, a secret, you know, even the secrets are kept within the military. Let's say a pilot, a military pilot happens upon a secret airplane being tested. Well, the military pilot's probably not supposed to know about that. So the, the military still won't tell him what it is. Um, cause even in the military, there's secrets that are kept from different groups. Everything's, you know, its own little secret in its own little world. So I think there are certainly unexplained phenomena that go on and some of, and they're usually testimonials and some of the testimonials are more believable than others. You know, especially I think the military pilot and even the air force, uh, not air force, but commercial airline pilots. I've seen it. Certainly their testimony is pretty good you know, worth something, you know, and there's also testimony about individual citizens who were abducted or things. The issue with testimonials is unless there's some kind of backing evidence, an, an individual testimonial is not usually super good evidence because there's lots of people in the world who claim lots of funny things, you know, without lo really good evidence, like belief in ghosts. You know, I saw a ghost. Well, how do you Besides that testimonial, how do you validate? There's no hard evidence. So testimonials have to be taken with a grain of salt, you know, and they really need backing. And sometimes, like I say, those military testimonials do have some backing. So in those cases, something happened. I, I just have no idea what. Then we asked him the biggest question of all. Are aliens in Area 51? So I have some experience with classified programs, and I'm not supposed to talk about them. So any classified program that included aliens, if I was a part of, I couldn't talk about. But I can tell you right now that I, I guess you can't be sure I'm being honest, but I've, I've never had any classified program where there were some aliens involved. So I don't think, or as far as my experience, there are no aliens. But let's pretend for a minute, the Air Force did have a classified program where they detected aliens somehow, either, you know, via radio waves or maybe they came to visit. I don't know. Let's let's pretend. So if there was such a program, the Air Force would never tell you the truth about it because it's classified. It's like it's classified for a reason. They don't want to tell you about it, whatever the reason. So although I don't believe the Air Force has any such programs, if they did, they would lie about it. thinks about that what do you think well one thing i'd like to point out that he stated was there are so many classified testings right and projects that the government does that he also talks about and how they're often done at night so 
I think when people see these testings or phenomenons and film them on camera, especially at night, making it look all mysterious and spooky, like, other people are going to talk about it and try to say it's a UAP. But, like says, even if someone sees these testings and has evidence of them, they're still classified. So they aren't going to tell you what it is, ever, even if you have some sort of proof there's a chance that a lot of UAPs that are unknown and put into this other category are possibly classified things that they're not going to discuss. So I think this is sometimes where conspiracy comes in and twisted ideas get all thrown around and people start to come up with these alien-like scenarios. Yeah, and um, I think that it is easy to sort of go to the sort of alien or extraterrestrial sort of uh, side to this sort of conspiracies or whatever when we're dealing with this type of stuff Uh, because again in our media it is so sort of uh, filled with this sort of notion that the government is sort of has these sort of aliens or UFOs or whatever, right? And it's not crazy to think that if there was such a thing, the government would hide it, right? But again, like said, I think that um, it is more likely that whatever people do see are just uh, government tests that they can't talk about. Uh, They can't even acknowledge, right? So they're not even going to call it a UAP. Because, you know, if they call it a UAP, then, you know, there's something there to that, which sort of gives it whatever sort of was seen more credibility than I think they'd want it to have if it really is a top secret test. So that's what I think. Right. And I, yeah, and I think that's a great answer because people aren't going to get the truth that they think they want or that they think they're going to get. So I think that's where people decide their own story and start with these more creative solutions of what they are. Right, too. I also think we got to sort of look at sort of confirmation bias here, too, where if somebody goes out to uh, rural Nevada, right, looking for UFOs above Area 51 or whatever, or some other test site, right, uh, and they're there to see UFOs. Well, what are they going to see? UFOs, UAPs, right? Because they're out there, they're looking for it, right? There could be a satellite moving across the sky. It could be a government test craft, a drone or whatever, right? They're testing there, but they're going to see that. And they'd be like, oh my gosh, a UAP, right? Aliens, because that's what they, because they've already proven it to themselves, right? Uh, that's the problem here with a lot of sort of, these uh conspiracies and these theories is uh, from a scientific perspective you don't start with the outcome and the solution to the problem right you start with a question and you work forward you don't work backwards making evidence for this claim that you already know to be true right you make a claim and then you find evidence that points to whatever sort of it is you don't have the end in mind and work backwards, you work forwards, right? So that's another thing, right? We got to sort of consider here is 
the people that see these or whatever might be starting from this perspective where they are going to see what they want to see and they do see what they want to see, whether it's true or not. I completely agree with you. I think that's a great point because I think not even just in this situation, but a lot of people work with that process in mind when they want to think something or believe something. Well, audience, what do you think? Uh, Let us know on the NFT Discord and Reddit. And if you like the show and want to subscribe, uh, do it on your podcatcher of choice. And if you're feeling generous, please check out our Patreon so we can bring you the sweet, unfiltered, independent news directly to you. And remember, every myth has a grain of truth somewhere.